magnificent morning, folks. This is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for heroic, empowering, and resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. Maybe it's an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you may be facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, they use their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you, because you are her, heroic, empowering and resilient and magnificent morning folks i'm so excited today is hump day it's midday middle of the week um thank you all so much for tuning in again this is jay jameson this is the first podcast for the month of March. So, you know, new, new month, new beginnings, stimulating just new growth, a new hope. So um, I just want to stay right on track with just a positive mind frame. And my hope is at the end of this recording, you are empowered and motivated in some way that you receive some type of knowledge, something to spark um, a confirmation or just to set the tone for common grounds or something of interest. And you share that knowledge in the wealth that you've retained within this recording. So ladies, today I have with me someone with such a great personality and a humbling heart. And uh, I've got the opportunity to have a few conversations with her previously prior to these to this recording and she's just super a super sweet person with a lot of knowledge and i'm so excited to have her uh adrian if you could just tell the audience hello hi how are y'all hey hey so adrian uh you're an entrepreneur you're an author a motivational speaker and you have a, a really unique journey and um she's you know She's been through periods of uncertainty, just like all of us. And I think it's just really important for her to discuss her story and um, really just the concept of using what we have, what talents we have, what resources we have, and generating wealth and creating a business and going back to what we really love, you know, what comes easy. And a lot of times people, they lose sight of that, of what really brings them joy and creating a, an actual a profitable business around that and you've done a, an amazing job and providing a unique service to others so I just want to get into your story Adrian if you could just tell them a little bit about who you are where you are from and this beginning of your journey Absolutely. First of all, I just want to say thank you so, so much for allowing me to come on and speak to your audience on today. Most definitely. Absolutely. So um, my name is Adrian King, and I currently live in Nashville, and I'm from Lowndes County, Alabama. It's a small country town in Alabama. Shout out for the small countries. I mean, small country towns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I normally tell people that um, when I say Lowndes County, I also tell them that I'm from Montgomery because Montgomery is the capital city of Alabama, and I did live there for about three years before moving to Nashville. So typically people know what I'm talking about when I say Montgomery instead right. of Lowndes County. <laughs> okay, so I'm an 
inspirational author. Um, I'm a speaker, entrepreneur. Um, I pretty much is passionate about um, motivating and inspiring specifically women to be the women that God has called them to be and unapologetically walk in their purpose. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell, um, who I am and what I do. And I pretty much started off, I know typically um, people start off as speaking, um, you know, before writing a book. But I actually uh, did the complete opposite. I started off writing um, writing a book, um, publishing it, and then I moved to speaking from that. Okay. So, yeah, so we have a... Um a lot in common. I really do enjoy public speaking and just motivating people and specifically women, um, you know, as that, that connecting factor. But, um, with public speaking, I enjoyed it at, with all throughout my adolescent years. Like we're going to take it back to beta club, right? Like, um, right. And MBLA, to, yeah. Leader of America. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, going competing throughout the state, which is with impromptu speaking. Like I love just engaging and talking to different people. It's something that came very easily to me. And, um, uh, it was difficult at one point for me to really figure out how can I do what I love, public speaking and creating like projects or an actual business around that because um, it's hard, I will say, in the journey of finding your passion, right? Some people have Absolutely. A, some people have a multitude of things that they are passionate about. And they have the difficulty of finding that one thing that they really love the most to try to push it out there. Then it's somewhere they don't know what it is. You know, they're just kind of just down and out and trying to figure out what's that passion. So I remember when I spoke to you before, you had said at a very young age, you enjoyed public speaking and, you know, speaking in the church. But at that point, you didn't know that, okay, this is really what God has given to me to really use and to engage and just to help other people. So I want to take it back there, back when you were younger and just the journey of really figuring out this is something that I know that this is my purpose and this is what I've been called to do. So how did that actually begin? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I pretty much grew up in church and I can remember like um, always being on program when it comes to church, even in school. So um, I started off around 10 or 11 and I can remember um, every time the church secretary gave me um, a speech and she always gave me the longest speech. Um, I always like really was passionate about it and I took it serious. You know, like most kids, you know, they get a message and, you know, they pretty much learn the message, but it pretty much read off paper um, most of the time. Yeah. But I was mm-hmm. that kid that always went home, thought it out, um, brought that speech to life. And I can remember presenting um, Mary Malloy Bethune's speech. And every now and then, I, um, I still um, presented that speech, even like as a youth mentor, I presented it to the kids that I mentored. But um, I can remember presenting that speech and taking that speech home it was about 
two pages. And um, I remember, like, my process of, like, preparing for the speech. I can remember learning three or four lines at a time. And the preparation process was so, so powerful. Um, I can remember, like, my mom had, like, this big mirror in her bathroom. And I can remember getting in the mirror and acting out those three or four lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I can remember acting out those three or four lines. And I never moved on to the next portion of the um, speech until I learned those three or four um three or four lines and brought them to life. So here I am in the mirror um, presenting the speech to myself, acting it out like I was actually like presenting the speech to someone. And I can remember how much time that I took and that's pretty much like all I thought about. And I knew I was passionate about it, but I never knew that it was something that I could do. And I can also remember when um, when it came time to presenting the speech and how I presented the speech and at the end I always got like a standing ovation and sometimes I can hear my grandmother she was like the mother of the church mm-hmm. and she used to be like that's my baby, baby. right, now. That's my baby. <laughs> right yeah. in the middle of the speech mm-hmm. yes so yeah <laughs> and I, that yeah, definitely and even um, that that brought back memories to my childhood as well and I think it's a little bit of um both of us maybe being perfectionists, like, you know, keep on stabbing at it, taking a jab at it until it's almost perfect. Right, absolutely. And then that that is the interesting point because even now I can see myself a bit of a perfectionist. Like, I really have to, like, God has gifted me with, like, the, um, like, with the gift of, like, ideas, like, creating. So behind the scene, and I won't move from that idea until I've actually got the strategy, how I'm going to carry it out, and all of those things. So it was kind of interesting when I first published my book because God didn't give me, like, the full strategy. He gave me portion of the strategy, but not the full strategy. But I knew it was time to release the book. So the professionals in the meeting didn't want to be obedient. <laughs> but um, I can remember, although that that was a passion of mine, I never, like, because of my upbringing, you know, my mom was a, my mom is an amazing mom. I grew up in the house with, um, as a, you know, single parent household and um, I can remember um, although growing up as 40 to um, when I became an adult and I can remember um, I wasn't sure I knew that I wanted to go to school I do have a bachelor's degree in business I knew that I wanted to go to school and do some type of business but I had no clue that I can actually make a career in speaking or author uh, author. I had heard of um authors and but I never knew the process of what it takes to become an author so um I can remember it was a season in my life where I was definitely uncertain um when I first um got out of high school I did what I saw everybody around me do um get a job I did go to school which wasn't like a typical thing for um the environment around me so I knew it was something different um Mm -hmm. about me I knew like everybody always came to me asked me for advice and got my opinion on things um and things like that so I can remember like um graduating from high school getting a job first place I went was to a temp service of course 
And I can saw, I can see how that became a pattern. So around 2011, um, I was working as a contractor um, for this huge automotive manufacturing um, plant in Alabama. And I can remember being there a year, and the company decided to do a huge hiring spree, and they hired maybe over like 500 plus people because they wanted to add a third shift. And I can remember of all the people who got hired, I wasn't the one that was chosen. And I can tell even then that there was something like, like that God, something else that God wanted me to do because I can remember in that moment asking God, Lord, please, if you just give me this job, I promise you I'll be satisfied. I, mean, I didn't know for sure what it, what what is it I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. but I knew it was something more than that. But I was willing to settle for that just to like have something you know everybody it was like a it's good paying job top of it's 25 dollars an hour so i was like lord you give me this job i promise you like i got a degree but i wouldn't try to pursue my degree or anything like that like i just want this job but um long story short um i didn't get the job um and then in that season um God really dealt with me and he really um, pulled back a lot of fear that I had, a lot of like broke a lot of generational curses off of my life. And in that season, I just drew closer to God. And that's why I am where I am today. It started, you know, my first book, Save and Discontent. Um, I pretty much... um, got that idea like literally at two o'clock in the morning and during that time I had a close relationship with God and at two o'clock in the morning I had this idea for a book and and I'm just writing at first I didn't know it was a book because I had no clue that I was ever going to write a book at all so I'm just writing and then I was like "Ooh, I'm just writing I was like this is good oh this is good (laughs) just writing (laughs) just Mm -hmm. writing and maybe like um I wrote for like three hours straight and when I got finished I wrote four chapters of my first book. And then I can remember when I got finished, I was like, God, is this a book? And then it just went from there. And Mm -hmm. God has been so amazing. And because of that, I was able to create um, multiple streams of income for myself. Um, Right now, I am working on online courses. Um, um, I'm about to launch a Bath and Body Line. um, Bath and Body Line called the Uniquely in Tune Collection because I was obedient to God. If I would have never stepped out on faith and trust God and walk in my purpose, none of this would, would have happened. Yeah. And, you know, a few things that stuck out to me. One is, you know, walking by faith and not by sight. Um it's so many times that we always feel that us, we're in control and we have everything figured out and that, you know, it isn't the truth. Like we really have to try to let go of what's going on around us and come back down and really find that connection with God in trying to really not like over humanize what's going on you know like it's okay to not really know we have to have that faith and that connection and knowing that some kind of way god has it and he's going to work it out you know and that the grass isn't always greener on the other side because i have always have these type of conversations with different friends and people who are in my circle and it's always you know where if i had this i would be happier if i had this i would be happier but 
if you're not content, at least content with where you are now and knowing that there is more to come, but we have to lead on, on God's guidance, then if you don't have that figured out yet, we'll never really truly be happy. So that really stuck out to me when you said that. And also just result resulting back to what initially comes easy to you. I think a lot of times we overlook that, you know, we're always in the search of trying to discover and find something new when sometimes it's right in front of us. You know, your passion for public speaking that was right in front of you as a child, you feeling comfortable enough and, you know, saying that it's okay to write down what's going on throughout my life. And, you know, it can be something as simple as maybe it was just journaling at first, but then, we once it the that was actually completed it turned into a book so it's like things aren't always written out in black and white but it's eventually revealed so i think that's really you know that was amazing how everything kind of just went into place so um could you also like just elaborate and tell me a little more about your motivational speaking as well because i know you said that the journey was it wasn't um you know, it, it wasn't like the typical author and you weren't really sure about how you can monetize and make a living off the motivational speaking component. Yes, absolutely. So um, I pretty much started off as an author, as I mentioned earlier, and I had zero online presence. So I pretty much tried, um, when I first published a book, I tried to do direct marketing, um, um, which is like simply like a traditional um, book signings, um, set up at conferences and things like that. And like I saw some results, but I didn't see like um, the result that I knew. I knew my book was for more people, so you know I went back to the drawing board and I, um, you know, wrote down a strategy, and then I decided to promote the book online. And I can remember like um, I started Adrian King Inspires, which is um, my personal brand, um, and I can originally it was like a, a blog, so it started off as a blog where I. Decided to start the page on Facebook and pretty much um, blog about and encourage and inspire women. I knew that, like, that naturally comes to me, like, being able to motivate and inspire women and to be able to, like, um, if they come to me, if someone comes to me and asks me something, I always had that natural ability to dig deep and to analyze what could be the root cause of the issue based off what they tell me. And, um, um, I can remember, like, um, posting and pretty much, um, then when I first put my book out, I'll never forget, it was, like, February, an excerpt of my book, I'm sorry, in February of... February 25th of 2016 and I can remember like when I first posted um, it was like a session of my self-worth chapter and I can remember posting it and the, the excerpt went viral like it went viral it yeah. had like over 17,000 likes 100,000 shares oh, yeah. and then um, mm -hmm. yes and it went viral and that's what 
it all triggered from then. And once, um, you know, people start reaching out to me, asking me to speak, you know, speak at retreats. And like my old church reached out to me and I spoke there. And, um, and I end up just getting connection based off my obedience to publish the book, basically. And um, my advice to people is you have in um, a lot of people, that's why right now I'm working on an online course um, for um, first-time authors because a lot of people have a story. Like, everybody have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. But some people, you know, have that manuscript already ready, but they're not sure which way to go. They don't know how to start and things like that. And I would say just start somewhere and always, like, prevent yourself. Because I know my problem, like, for me, like, I love to share not only my successes, I like to share my mistakes in various as well. Yes. So mm-hmm. I can remember... Um, and just pretty much getting out the mindset of like author, like you're author, but you're also an entrepreneur as well. And that comes with building your brand because people won't know they're not, they they want to like even though you have good information in your book, but you still like they want to get to know the person first. And right. you have to be able to like build your brand and then just pretty much go from there. So pretty much that's what I did. Um, I built my brand and people just started reaching out to me and I just began speaking uh, for different people. And um, I started mentoring with this amazing organization in Alabama and it just went from there. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I really enjoyed your story just because of the fact that it's important that you change your mindset and, you know, just in knowing that if it isn't figured out, different doors and other opportunities are going to open to you. And that's really, you know, that's really your journey. You know, you were obedient to God and although you didn't have everything written out, everything kind of, I guess, gravitated to you. So it all starts off with, with that mindset and that hard work. So I really, I really appreciate you for sharing your journey and for sharing your story. Um, could you also tell them where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So I am um, on social media. I'm on Instagram and as well as Facebook. I'm on Instagram as, as Adrian King Inspires and I'm on Facebook at Adrian King Inspires. And um, also you can find me on my website at www.suchaladyonline.com. That's like my business brand, but um, a lot of my personal branding is in there as well. I am in, in, in the process of creating um, my my personal brand website is under construction right now. So that will be um, launched really soon. But those are two of the social media sites that you can um, reach me at. Okay, awesome, Adrian. And thank you so much for just taking your time out today to record. Um, really Absolutely. And ladies, in closing, always remember that your story is not solely for you. It's meant to be shared with other women and provide hope to those facing similar hurdles. You don't have to be ashamed and you definitely don't have to be afraid to share. You are a victor, you are a winner, and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life and troubles don't always last. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her. 
heroic, empowering, and resilient. And once again, thank you all for tuning in. If you are empowered or uplifted, encouraged in any way, I encourage you to tell a friend and to please share. Her story is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Be Baton Rouge, and also on SoundCloud. And once again, this is Jay Jameson, and we're out. Thank you.